0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to what is a unseasonably warm day. Maybe not so much unseasonably warm, but you know when you get into May here in Phoenix, there is an opportunity to have those temperatures hit triple digits. We're not there right now, but we will be here this weekend. Hello, friends. We are here at the Phoenix Kart Racing Association facility in Glendale, Arizona, for this year's Superkarts USA Spring Nationals. Second stop of the 2018 Skuza Pro Tour as they head towards the Summer Nationals at Newcastle in August. And of course, crowning the champions, again, of the top national series in American Karting, the Superkarts USA Pro Tour. My name's Rob Howden, joined by David Coles. We are set to bring you our EKN Trackside live coverage from the weekend here in Phoenix. Of course, our play-by-play throughout the weekend coming from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. Big thank you to our broadcast partners here this weekend as well, Word Racing. Courtney Concepts and the Texas Pro Kart Challenge. It's happy hour here on Friday afternoon. We are beginning the final round of practice and again a gorgeous day as I said. We are expecting some very high temperatures tomorrow here in Phoenix. Right now it's 94 degrees, but the forecast telling us 102 for Saturday and a potential in fact for 107 degrees on Sunday. Supercarts USA doing a number of things pre, uh, preeminently, getting ready for what could be a, a very warm Sunday. 800 bottles of water I know are on hand right now as the drivers come off the track. They're gonna be passing out bottles of water to all the drivers as they come through after every session. Uh, Tom Kutcher and the crew have actually ordered up another uh, EMT, which will be located in the panic area right by the grid, just in case anybody's not feeling too well. Um, they're going to have IV there just to make sure everybody's fine. It's going to be a, a unbelievably warm. And think about a weekend like this here. Again, Phoenix, beautiful blue skies. It is super hot temperatures. It's dry, so it's not that humidity. But the dry heat's still going to knock you down. And I think that's one of the reasons where why Scusa and everybody kind of being very cognizant that we need to take care of all of our drivers, mechanics, our corner workers, so even as we begin this broadcast here on the EKN Radio Network, I do want to remind everyone, and you're going to hear me harp on this throughout this weekend, please stay hydrated. Coke doesn't do it. You can't, uh, don't be drinking soda. You need to drink water, Gatorade, whatever it may be, but try to as much water as you possibly can. Stay hydrated. Make sure you've got your sunscreen on. Do what you can to stay cool throughout the weekend. Uh, one of the trailers as well, Scusa, has uh, opened up. One of their, uh, their storage coo- uh, trailers will be uh, air conditioned all weekend long, so people that need to get out of the heat can go into the air conditioned trailer and just hang out there for as long as they like to, to get themselves resituated. But it's going to be a challenger throughout the weekend. We've got uh, drivers who have, have uh, prepared for a weekend like this, too. They knew it was going to be a tough one. But this track always races so well. Great to be here in Phoenix. The hospitality from the PKRA always top-notch. They roll up the red carpet when Supercarts USA comes to town. The track looks fantastic. Over the 20-something years I've had a chance to call from this tower here at start-finish, I've seen some unbelievable races. We talk about the history of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour as well. The Pro Moto Tour, Scoozes' first national series, actually launched here in 1999, it was the very first uh, event on the Supercarts USA Pro Moto Tour as it was called back in 1999. So we're coming around, of course, it's the 20th year that we've been here. And we are expecting a great championship. On the track right now, let's have a quick look at it. It's the drivers in our X30 Junior category. Nash Motorsports, the sponsor of X30 Junior, on top right now as we're just getting things rolling. Tyler Maxton in the number 774, CRG leading the way. Justin Arsenault currently P2 in the number 773. The 774, rather, for Tyler Maxton. Jonathan Ports in the 730. In third spot, Josh Pearson, the 741 in fourth. Luke Lang now rounding out your fast five in the number 761. Tyler Gonzalez sits in sixth. Luca Mars in seventh. Oliver Calvo in eighth. Mackenzie Clark ninth. And Arius Dugmedian. Rounding out your current top 10. Give you the lineup of the drivers getting set to go here. It's obviously X30 Jr. kicking things off as we start our final practice session of the day. We'll go back-to-back micro and mini-swift. Again, all these uh, single-speed categories running the IAMI power plants. Micro and then mini. Then we'll have X30 Master. Then the combined S1 and S2 and S4 and S4 Supermaster. Cap it things off with X30 Senior. That will be the lineup right now. It's going to be the lineup for Saturday as well. We'll flip flop X30 Senior in the S1, S2 Pro and Semi-Pro Stock Honda categories for tomorrow's main event lineups. But X30 Junior getting things underway. Forty-six, seven, eight, one fast time so far for Tyler Maxon. Forty-six point nine four seven for Justin Arsenault. Forty-seven zero three eight for Jonathan Ports. So. Two drivers able to get below that 47-second marker as we are underway. Again, welcome to our EKN Trackside live coverage. We'll be at it for the rest of the weekend here. David Cole's already left the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. He'll head outside to get some shots of the top drivers. Again, you follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll have the instant results up on the uh, the Facebook and Twitter pages, top 10 results uh, from each session. The photo that David will pop in there, actually from that session as well, not something we've had in, in stock. He goes out there, takes a shot of the guy who's, or girl who set the fast lap, brings it back in, uploads it. That's right there. Of course, we've got a lot of Instagram shots as well to give you some of the looks from the paddock. We've got an Instagram story going as well. So social media, always an, uh, a great way to stay connected if you can't be here at the racetrack. Great lineup of, uh, of food trucks lined up for today. We talk about you know, the food and the atmosphere all the time as well here on EKN. Had uh, a fantastic uh, carne asada bowl for lunch today from Wandering Donkey. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, breakfast and lunch. Twisted Cheese is going to be here for breakfast both days. Lunchtime, uh, they'll have the grilled cheese uh, tomorrow. Grilled Addiction here tomorrow for lunch as well. And Noodles, to, uh, noodles a Go-Go. Noodles a go-go for lunch on Sunday, so solid day for food. Now, today not Cinco de Mayo. That'll be tomorrow, but we're having a, a Cinco de Mayo party tonight. Ruthless racing, Ruthless Karting, rather, has uh, sponsored the Cinco de Mayo celebration. Scooz, of course, uh, partnering with them to present uh, tacos, margaritas. We've got some tunes going. It'll be down by the Ruthless pit uh, at the far end of pit lane. So again, uh, just a, an opportunity for everybody to get together, kind of a welcome dinner. But you know, let's uh, let's uh, tag on to the Cinco de Mayo, do a little tacos, a little margarita action. Uh, It'll be a good a ta- uh, opportunity for everybody to kind of hang out. We did it at the Winter Series race as well. That was a lot of fun. Just looking for everybody to come out here and have a good time with us. This will be an interesting weekend for sure, as we will have the introduction of the pushback slash drop down bumper system. In Supercarts USA competition. They tested the waters a little bit uh, last year at the the California PKC. We'll see what happens here this weekend. Again, we like to call it the pushback because it doesn't really drop down. It's a pushback bumper system. Penalties, of course, being laid down if that bumper is pushed back and activated after a session. And, again, all of this really just in reaction to the lowering of racecraft, the rough racing we've had over the last couple of years with their nationals at NOLA Motorsports Park. Uh, Especially in this junior category was rough. Uh, There was just a lot of drivers that weren't showing respect on the racetrack. Uh, We saw incidents happen on track and drivers really just try to to hammer their way through, plow their way through the incident instead of slowing down or getting out of the way. And and, uh, just, you know, I think there's a a time for a a change of the culture, a change in the mindset. We've had a couple of articles already on uh, ecardingnews.com. We have about three or four more still to come, some good ones still to come. Uh, and I think we've seen it over the last couple of races on the EK and Trackside Live tour that David Cole and I have gone to, whether it be together or separately. And we've reconvened and talked about the racecraft, and you know it, it's been good. And I think that first and foremost, the pushback is going to help the starts, and that's one of the things we've seen. You know, contact everybody pushing each, each other all the way up to the start line, to the to the uh, to the go point. Everybody on top of each other, no one really lifting, nobody give themselves any room. Well. We're going to see some penalties rolled down. You know it. There's going to be some pushback bumper activations through the uh, opening heat races here uh, while people get a feel for what they can and cannot do. A number of organizations around the country already using this technology. Hopefully, there'll be a day where the race craft will return and we won't have to have something like this. This kind of a, a, a Band-Aid idea, but you do the best you can has invested a lot of money in video marshaling as well. They're getting better and better at that, deciding and, and just kind of figuring out the best way to to leverage that technology as well. And once that really comes into play, because you know we have conversations with people about this particular uh, issue with racecraft and and the lack thereof. And I think that once the mindset changes, the culture changes. Then some of these band-aid uh, ideas that we have, like the pushback, won't be needed when people start to realize what racecraft's all about again. Let's have a look again at the time. 46.781, still fast time here for ta- uh, t- Tyler Maxson. Over a tenth and a half quicker than Justin Arsenault. Maxon going to draw first blood here. 46.781 to a 46.947. Jonathan Port still not any quicker. Josh Pearson in fourth, Luke Lang, fifth, Tyler Gonzalez now into the sixth spot, seventh, Luca Mars, eighth spot, Oliver Calvo, ninth, Mackenzie Clark, tenth is Arias Dugmedjim. Time starting to wind down on this session. Again, high temperatures this weekend. It's uh, again, we can't reiterate enough to get the drivers and the crews and the families and corner workers and everybody to please do what you can to stay hydrated. Again, Nash Motorsports, the sponsor of our X-30 junior category, Tyler Max and P1. Checker flag now flying. No one going any quicker in the late going. Lap one, two, or three, the best for, I want to say, the top 14. Lap four was the best for Aiden Fox. Everybody else, really, yeah, between lap one and lap four, all the way top to bottom. Got to go down to Santiago Ramos in 42nd at 7th, lap seven. Maxon, Arsenal, Ports, Pearson and Lang, your top five. Gonzalez in sixth, Luca Mars seventh. Oliver Calvo in eighth, Mackenzie Clark in ninth, and Arias duke Medjin in tenth spot. Thomas Naveau, 11th. Mateus Morgato in 12th. Aaron Benoit in 13th. Connor Zilich and Aiden Fox are going to round out your top 15. So we're underway with our final round of practice underway with the happy hour here on the EKN Radio Network. Again, big thank you to our sponsors here this weekend. Word Racing, Courtney Concepts, and the Texas Pro Kart Challenge. Rob Howden alongside David Cole, the EKN Trackside live coverage of this particular weekend here in Phoenix, Arizona now underway. Of course, full qualifying to main event coverage on both Saturday and Sunday as we'll hit the midpoint of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour here this weekend. Six rounds, three events, Winter Nationals, Spring Nationals, and of course the Summer Nationals at Newcastle Motorsports Park. We'll find out who will earn the national number one plates for the Super Nationals in Las Vegas. In November. Stick with us. Lots to come here as the happy hour continues here on the EKN Radio Network. Are you a cart shop owner looking for a new line of products to put on your sales shelf? If so, it's time to make a call to Courtney Concepts. Courtney Concepts is excited to introduce White Box Brake Pads, which are available for Tony Kart and OTK, CRG Ven 05, Burrell Art, and Bennett Karts. They are available in medium and hard compounds. Courtney is also a distributor for a number of popular products used every weekend at the car track, including Motul Oil, RK & Regina Chain, and NKP. Other products that Courtney Concepts is proud to distribute include Eichel bearings, coil bearings, ARS oil seals, XAM sprockets, and Frixa brake rotors and pads. For more information on the products we distribute, head to CourtneyConcepts.com. Like most everything else, karting has always been big in Texas. But these days, it's just getting better and better top-quality facilities and tracks, truly among the best in the country, dedicated cart shops, and a Pure Supercarts USA regional series with incredible year-end prizes. That's right, it's the Texas Pro Cart Challenge. The series is dedicated to offering the best program possible with the national-level officiating and technical staff, top-quality facilities, exciting prizes, and full e karting news trackside live coverage with play-by-play by, play by me, Rob Howden. Our next race is just two months away, so make sure to mark it on your schedule. We're going night racing on June 7th, 8th, and 9th at the iconic Denton facility. It's PKC under the lights. It's the best racing in Texas, so come challenge yourself and push it to the next level. For more information, visit TexasProKartChallenge.com. Back live here from Phoenix, Arizona. A big welcome to those of you who have tuned in on ecartingnews.com slash live. Again, a big thank you to Cooper Tires, who have partnered up with ecartingnews.com for the 2018 season. We've had the privilege of having Cooper Tire with us for the last number of years at the Super Nationals. They've been our primary sponsor of our EKN coverage from uh, the biggest race, in North American karting, if not the biggest race in the world, is Super Nats. Again, I, I just love having Cooper Tires working with us. I get the chance to work with Cooper Tire and their entire organization as part of the Mazda Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. i have done so in the, for the last number of years. We'll be heading to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway next weekend for the IndyCar Grand Prix, taking to the road course at IMS, get working with Cooper Tire there as well. But they're a big part of what we do here, and again – We could not do what we do at ecardinews.com if it weren't without the sponsors and the advertisers that you see on the website each and every day that you go there. They're the ones that make it possible for us. So when we can, we ask that you support the people that support EKN. They're taking care of your sport. They're taking care and supporting uh, our organization, our website, our content services. Without them, we couldn't do what we do. Big thank you to USA as well. We've had a long, long partnership, at least I have for sure, for – 20 plus years, but even with uh, Shifter Card Illustrated, SuperCard Illustrated, and when we took over EcardingNews.com, we've had such a great partnership with SuperCart USA, and it's been it's been exciting to be such a crucial uh, inter- integral component, as a, if, a, if you will, of uh, of their events, their Pro Tour, their Super Nationals each year. On to the racetrack now. MicroSwift Swift, brought to you by Peril and Kart Racing. Danny Dazelski getting first quick lap, getting things down to a 52 3 If that last session was any indication, we're going to see the best laps in the first five or handful of circuits around this racetrack. Micro Swift drivers again on track. Good field for Micro, 14 drivers here this weekend. Here's the names you're going to see. Danny Dazelski, Ben Mayer, Caleb Gaffera, Andres Cardenas, Logan Julian, Max Garcia, Tristan Young, Graham Trammell, Cooper Shipman, Alexander Gonzalez, Ethan Ayers, Ivana Richards, Jenna McCone, and Gage Jarvis. Again, this micro-swift category providing such a great platform for these young pilots to develop and to begin their run-up, the ladder system, through the Internal Supercarts USA program. Of course, Micro Swift flowing into Mini Swift. Drivers spending a couple years in Mini Swift before making their debut in the X30 Junior category. Then X30 Junior, of course, lining things up for either X30 Senior or a move to the six-speed gearbox stock Honda categories. Scuza, of course getting very close to unveiling their new gearbox platform. We'll hopefully have a chance to talk to Tom Kutcher about when that's going to happen throughout the next couple of years, how that new IAMI shifter power plant going to roll out. Dazelski still on top of the charts here. Lap number three now in the books for him. Lap four for Ben Mayer. Caleb Gaffero now goes to P3 in the number 44. So your current fast five, Dazelski. Mayor, Gaffera, Cardenas, and Julian. Top four separated by less than four tenths of a second. 94 degrees ambient temperature here in Phoenix. Potential for 107 on Sunday. We'll obviously hope for some kind of a change, but again, regardless, a part of the prep of being able to successfully navigate this weekend is to be able to take care of your drivers take care of your crew making sure everybody's staying hydrated staying cool again supercarts usa has purchased i think o- over 800 bottles of water that will be passed out to drivers when they come off the track we've got a cooling trailer set up that you can head into the big trailer uh, which is right here by the supercarts usa compound at the, uh, the head of the grid Uh, people are gonna have a chance to hop in there if they want to cool down if they need a place to to chill out a little bit extra ambulance being brought in as well just in case anybody needs some iv or fluids but again the best way to prevent from finding yourself in that emt trailer or the the van will be to keep yourself hydrated and remember if you're thirsty here at the racetrack it's it's not i won't say it's too late you can keep hydrating but you need to hydrate at night too When, when you get back to the hotel Uh, Make sure you're sucking back that water. Make sure you're getting a lot of water in you when you're eating as well. Do your best to super hydrate throughout this weekend. Kozelski still on top right now, 52 3 What did we say? Lap one, lap two, top, what, six drivers, their fast lap, the first two laps on the racetrack. So this is going to be really interesting for qualifying. You're getting a good look here that with the high temperatures and the grip level, when you put these, fresh, these fresher Vinkos on, and we see this all the time here uh, at Phoenix, with the higher heat, you've got to knock it down quick because the tire temps are going to come up. Your tire performance is going to fall off a little bit. You have absolutely got to nail it. Fifty-two zero zero three for Dazelski. 52 now for Ben Mayer. His fast lap coming on lap two. Caleb Gaffera, 52.375, lap one for him. Same goes for uh, Andres Cardenas, lap one, 52.393. Logan Julian in fifth spot. Max Garcia in sixth. Cooper Shipman in seventh. Ethan Ayers in eighth, Tristan Young ninth, Graham Trammell in tenth. Alexander Gonzalez, Ivana Richards, Jenna McCone, and Gage Jarvis round out the 14 drivers here in this micro-swift category. From micro, we're right into mini. X30 master to follow. Again, looking forward to some increased racecraft here this weekend. Of course, lots being talked about it through uh, ecardinews.com, on the forums, through our assorted social media outlets. We've had a couple of great articles already on the website The Art of Racecraft. More to come as well. We're going to continue to hammer it out. You are seeing, obviously, some, some similar themes with the articles we've had thus far. There's a couple that will have a, a little more of a unique approach or a unique uh, message, if you will, uh, maybe trying to hit a, a different a group of, of drivers. But the message is the same, and that's about the fact that RaceCraft is all about purity. It's about being focused. It's about understanding the real purity of racing, what it's all about. Uh, Drivers on track right now, Danny Dazelski P1, Ben Mayer in 2nd, Caleb Gaffera 3rd, Andres Cardenas in 4th, and Logan Julian in 5th. Again, once again, live here from Phoenix. It is the Supercarts USA Spring Nationals here from PKRA. It's going to be a warm one this weekend, no doubt about that. Micro Swift drivers on the racetrack. I think we'll see the checkered flag uh, soon here. Danny Dazelski on top, Ben Mayer in second. As I said, most drivers turn in their fast laps, at least top five within the first first or second laps. Now, I got a guy here in the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center with me that can kind of speak to that a, a little bit. Fast driver from X30 Junior, uh, Tyler Maxson. Tyler. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what you've done over in Europe uh, throughout this year a little later. First and foremost, what's it like out there right now? 94 degrees. How do you feel? How are things with the tires? Uh,
1: track's hot. It's uh, – track's pretty hot. It's uh, hard to keep the tires on under cool temperatures. They really run about four fast laps, and that's about it.
0: Can you really feel the drop off before we came on air? You said that it was a, it was a pretty aggressive drop off. Is the do you feel the grip levels there for the first couple of laps? Then it really just just goes away.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It just basically the grip will be there for the first few laps, and then it will pretty fall. It'll fall pretty far.
0: Now, <laughs> it's going to do that. It's going to do it for everybody, so it's going to make things interesting. Give me describe what the cart's like when it happens. Obviously, you have grip early. You can put it where you want, but when that grip starts to fall off, do you struggle with keeping on the racing line?
1: Uh, not really. It's just more of the mid quarter speed that you can carry. It just kind of is a little bit slower.
0: So let's uh, let's move into you doing some racing uh, over in Europe. You got a chance to be with the CRG Nordam. You're running with a CRG team over in Europe. But first, just what are your first thoughts? of getting a chance to run in Europe.
1: Uh, it's pretty cool. It's hard, very challenging because they're they drive so different over there, and the way you drive the cart's different and everything. So whenever you make the transition over there, it's hard, and it's also really hard to come back to the U.S. and Drive it that way can you well. give
0: us some more insight how do they drive differently what what are your thoughts how would you put it in your words
1: is, there, Where, is it just rougher Or it's a lot rougher racing you're definitely because there's very little regulation on how you can race so you're it's very more it's more of a contact racing <laughs> and a lot more crashes um and it's and the way they drive the cart is different too they just go in so deep and get the cart stopped so quickly that it's, it's nothing that we can even do in the U.S. because, our tire, because we don't have the sidewall to yeah, handle it.
0: Understood, understood. Now, you mentioned it's tough to come back, and that, that doesn't surprise me. Is it, it's got to be tough changing your driving style. You probably mm-hmm. have that grade in your head you want to charge the corner so much. Talk about that first. Give me your thoughts on what it's like to make that transition back. How long does it take to reset your mind to actually have to drive the cart on the Avencos a little differently?
1: Yeah, it takes me usually about two to three sessions, depending on the racetrack. Here it didn't take me but one or two, but usually it takes me about two or three just because the Invinco doesn't have the, the sidewalls a lot shorter. So when in Europe, we just load up the sidewall, and uh, here you really can't. You have to drive it a lot more easy into the corner.
0: What about uh, coming back here and, and your feeling to come to this race? Do you feel more relaxed or you, do you feel like you're more experienced? Just, it, do you feel it's more like a cooler customer coming in now?
1: Not really. It's pretty much the same anywhere we go. It hasn't really changed much. Um, still, you got the same things you still got to do. you got to learn the track, make up time, and continue to improve throughout the weekend.
0: What about your expectations for this weekend? Are they up there? Are you saying, I, mean, I, I want to win?
1: Yeah, we definitely want to win, um, and I think we have a good shot at it.
0: Does this track play? Do you think to your your strengths, your, your driving style? You know, there's a lot of a lot of high G corners here. Uh, does that work for you?
1: Yeah, it does. I quite like I like these technical tracks. There, they work pretty good.
0: All right. So what is it? I got to qualify on pole. I got to win every session. Is that, is that what we're doing here this weekend?
1: <laughs> Somewhat, <laughs> but not a requirement.
0: Hey, good luck this weekend.
1: Thank you, Tyler Maxson, ladies
0: and gentlemen. A great job, and ha- had to have him here up w- with us. Tyler, give me a handshake, buddy. Congratulations. Well done. He's the fastest driver in happy hour practice here on Friday afternoon. Young driver for CRG Nordam. It's uh, had some fun um, over in Europe as well. And it really interesting to to get his input and his feeling on, on what happened when he was racing over there. Just how he was able to kind of make that transition to learn the race craft over there. And it's, again, we we talk about racecraft here and obviously that's something that they're dealing with over there or maybe aren't dealing with. Maybe that's just the culture that they have in Europe. We we've heard that many times that it's uh it's a little more hardcore over there, but here they're trying to change the culture back in the other direction. Danny Dazelski is the top driver in the Parolin Racing kart sponsored Microswift category. Ben Mayer in second, Caleb Gaffera in third, Andres Cardenas in fourth, Logan Julie in fifth, about six tenths of a second separating your fast five in the micro-swift category. Max Garcia in sixth, Cooper Shipman in seventh, Ethan Ayers in eighth, Tristan Young ninth, and Graham Trammell in tenth. More drivers getting set to go. We're rolling in our next category, mini-swift. We'll give you some updates on times right after this break. HardyNews.com fans love handling and performance, and the all-season, high-performance Cooper Xeon RS3 G1 delivers both. The Cooper Xeon RS3 G1 is an exciting new all-season, high-performance tire designed to look great and perform even better. It offers stability, control, and exceptional grip and traction in wet or dry conditions. Visit us online at coopertire.com for more information or see a Cooper Tire dealer near you for details on the Cooper Xeon RS3 G1. If your dream is IndyCar, set your sights on the Mazda Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. The first step of the ladder system is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship powered by Mazda which prepares young drivers for the calculated jump to the Pro Mazda Championship presented by Cooper Tires, where increased power, grip, and aero downforce fast track your training. The final rung is the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires program. The last four Indy Lights champions will be racing in the Verizon IndyCar series this year, so it's a proven formula. At all three levels, you will race at premier venues on the same weekends as IndyCar. Showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. Former Carters fill the roster of Mazda Road to Indy graduates like Spencer Pagan, Gabby Chavez, Zach Veach, Ed Jones, and 2017 Indy Lights champion Kyle Kaiser. Recent carding graduates like Oliver Askew are in the middle of their journeys as well. Follow in their footsteps. Fulfill your dream. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Mazda Road to Indy Presented by Cooper Tires. Next group of carts already on track for their final happy hour practice. Carson Morgan out of the box with the quickest lap on lap number one. A 50.946, 51.6, rather 51.368 for Diego LaRock in that second spot. Alex Powell in third, Enzo Deligne in fourth, and Matteo Rubio Luengo in fifth, Christian Miles in sixth, Kai Sorensen seventh, Noah Baker eighth, Parker DeLong and Enzo Swan rounding out your top ten. Seven-tenths of a second separate top ten now. 29 drivers in the field. Again, we've seen most of the drivers in the two first categories going quick on lap one, two, or three. Had a great chat there with Tyler Maxson from CRG Nordam. Gave us a good scoop on the way the cart kind of feels here. It's the mid-corner grip that you're looking for that you lose once the uh, tires kind of go off their peak performance. Again, it was uh, great talking with Tyler as well about... uh, His adventures in Europe, running in the CIK programs, doing some WSK racing as well. Talented young driver on the CRG. Carson Morgan, lap number one, 50.946. Really good indication here early on that what we're going to see in qualifying both tomorrow morning and on Sunday morning. It's going to be warm. 94 degrees right now here, trackside, 102 potential for the high tomorrow, 107 on Sunday. So we've talked a lot about it, and we'll continue to talk about the fact that uh, there is such a need to stay hydrated throughout this weekend. We can't hit it enough. Make sure your driver's drinking lots of water, especially tonight as well. You want to make sure they start hydrating early in the morning. If they get to be thirsty, that's when you're, you know, you're almost in trouble because you've already got that. You can't ever be thirsty. Make sure you're drinking lots and lots of water. Carson Morgan on top, fifty point nine four six. X thirty Masters drivers now on the grid, getting set to go for their last practice session of the day. This happy hour practice always very indicative of the speed that we're going to see come Saturday and Sunday. This really is the opportunity. Where these guys have been either on track all day today maybe even full two days maybe they were testing yesterday as well some drivers i know tested last weekend i'm sometimes not sure whether that's worth it or not depending on the way they the track developed but if you've never been to the racetrack always good to bang out some laps and get comfortable with the layout and what the track needs but this track continue to change throughout the weekend so this is really the final opportunity before they have of course, morning warm-up tomorrow. That's getting to, uh, getting started at 8.30 in the morning, qualifying at 9.10, pre-final at 10.30, 12.30 to 1.20, lunch break back on track at 1.30 in the afternoon for our 20 and 22-lap mains, 25 for X-30, senior and S1 and S2. Carson Morgan still on top, and as I look down the order, yep, in the top 10, Lap three, the best for Jack Jeffers. He was up to fourth. Lap three, the best for Parker DeLong. He's uh, in sixth. Lap four for Kai Sorensen. He's in the 10th spot. Morgan, Powell, LaRock, Jeffers, and Deligny, top five. 50.946 50.946 for Carson Morgan, only driver to go below the 51 second mark. He's got three tenths of a second on Alex Powell. Powell driving the number 180 machine. Diego LaRock, third, Jack Jeffers in fourth, Enzo DeLigny in fifth, Parker DeLong now in sixth. He and Mateo Rubio Luengo exactly the same lap times 51. Point five six two. Christian Miles runs eighth. Kai Sorensen ninth. Noah Baker in tenth. Paul Bocuse in the number 171 in eleventh. Enzo Swan in twelfth. Jeremy Fletcher in thirteenth. Miguel Costa, fourteenth. And Alex Stanfield in fifteenth spot. Carson Morgan leading the points coming in after the Winter Nationals. Jeremy Fletcher P2, Anderson Leonard 3rd, Jace Park 4th, and Brent Cruz in 5th. That's your top five in points in the mini-swift category. This class brought to you by IAMI USA West. A 50.946. Fast time for Carson Morgan. Not surprising. Lap number one. As we've said, the first couple of laps, the best. Chase Gardner across the line raises the hand. He's going to head to pit lane. Gardner's got some work to do. Currently a second back in the number 103 machine. Gardner on the VME. P20, the 52012. Again, just seven tenths off of Alex Powell because. Carson Morgan's got almost three and a half tenths of a second on Powell as P1, 50.946. And I think really that comes down to the fact that he went out and maximized the tires and the track position on the open track on lap number one. That's going to be key tomorrow when qualifying. You're going to have to go out and get the job done on the opening lap or two. But the opening lap could be the one. You've got to nail it. It's like going out for a, a qualifying session, even if at the Indy 500. You've got four laps to get it done. If you cook the tires on your warm-up lap, lap four is not going to be there. It's all about tire management, at least for qualifying here tomorrow. Kind of, We, we kind of knew that was going to play. We, we moved here to Phoenix. We knew that uh, in early May, there's always that opportunity of getting some high heat. We've got it here this weekend. Morgan, Powell, LaRock, Jeffers, and Deligny, top five. X30 Masters drivers next up, but again, this is the happy hour on the EKN Radio Network. Had a chance to speak with Tyler Maxson already. Some great insight onto his adventure in the CIK and WSK races in Europe. Also gave us a a little talk about what the tires feel like when they start to go off. Go past that optimum temp. I expect we'll see the checkered flag here in a little bit. Ending this session, David Cole back up in the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. Working our third session of seven. X30 Master will be followed by the combined S1 and S2 pro and semi-pro stock Honda category. Then it's the S4 Master and S4 Supermasters class. Those two groups running together followed by X30 Senior to cap off the day. We do have our Cinco de Mayo party this evening over at a Ruthless Karting. Come and join us for some tacos, some margaritas, some tunes. We're going to celebrate being here in Phoenix this weekend and Little cinco de mile fun. Today, of course, May the fourth. Insert your Star Wars jokes and references here. Again, nobody making any, any movements here the, at the end of these runs. In fact, if we look at the last laps, drivers now anywhere between six and ten laps in. Last time by a uh, lap seven, Carson Morgan did a fifty-one point five eight eight, so six tenths of a second off his fast lap. Powell a 51.704, he falls off just a half a second. Diego LaRock at 52.133, so he's off by eight-tenths of a second. Some of these lap times, wow. Six, seven-tenths back of his fast time, Jack Jeffers, 52.4 for DeLigny. Parker Long is a 51.9, only four-tenths off. Checkered flag now being displayed here at start-finish, so the session now over for drivers in this mini-Swift class. Again, brought to you. By Miami USA West. Drivers coming across the line to cap things off. That'll finish it up here for drivers in Mini Swift. Carson Morgan with the fast lap. Alex Powell second. Diego LaRock, Jack Jefferson, Enzo Deligny rounding out the fast five. Mateo Rubio Loengo in sixth. Parker DeLong in seventh. Christian Miles eighth. Kai Sorensen ninth. And Noah Baker rounding out the top ten. Paul Bocuse, Enzo Swan, Jeremy Fletcher, Miguel Costa, and Alex Stanfield 11 through 15. So... Again, our third session now done and dusted. We've got X30 Master next up live here on the EKN Radio Network. Are you a cart shop owner looking for a new line of products to put on your sales shelf? If so, it's time to make a call to Courtney Concepts. Courtney Concepts is excited to introduce White Box Brake Pads, which are available for Tony Cart and OTK, CRG veno 05, Burrell Art, and Bennett Carts. They are available in medium and hard compounds. Courtney is also a distributor for a number of popular products used every weekend at the cart track, including Motul Oil, RK and Regina Chain, and NKP. Other products that Courtney Concepts is proud to distribute include Ico bearings, coil bearings, ARS oil seals, XAM sprockets, and Frixa brake rotors and pads. For more information on the products we distribute, head to CourtneyConcepts.com Like most everything else, karting has always been big in Texas. But these days, it's just getting better and better. Top quality facilities and tracks, truly among the best in the country, dedicated kart shops, and a pure Superkarts USA regional series with incredible year-end prizes. That's right, it's the Texas Pro Kart Challenge. The series is dedicated to offering the best program possible with the national level officiating and technical staff, top quality facilities, exciting prizes, and full e-karting news trackside live coverage with play by play by me rob howden our next race is just two months away so make sure to mark it on your schedule we're going night racing on june 7th 8th and 9th at the iconic denton facility it's pkc under the lights it's the best racing in texas so come challenge yourself and push it to the next level for more information visit texasprocartchallenge.com one of the younger categories in the Superkarts USA program, Mini Swift. We make the move to the veteran drivers of the karting community, 30 years of age and older in our X30 Masters class category, brought to you by Rollison Performance Group. And one of the things I like that we're seeing now in this X30 Masters class, similarly, what we saw in the development of the S4 class is there are a lot of top guns that were former senior stars uh, a new a number of years ago let's say you know 10 15 years ago who have now hit that 30 year old mark 31 32 33 and they're starting to come in here and say you know what I see this there's, there's some badass drivers in x30 master I'm willing to jump in that's one of the things that, with the masters class there's lots of guys that that uh, have been stars for many years who just want to keep running s1 or they keep want to run an X x30 and they keep want to fight out at you know the top level of the sport now, when you start getting some good guys really battling it out in X30 Master like we have now here in the Supercarts USA program, this is exciting. No doubt that over the last number of years, in fact, this is the ninth year of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. And the Masters categories have always been a key component of Supercarts USA competition. You go all the way back to the early days of Supercarts USA and the G1 class, which was... Uh, Stand for gold, gold one, and that was Jim Murley who started the G1 class, which has essentially morphed into the S4 category, 30 years of age and older. Now the addition of the Supermasters class in S4 at 45 years of age and older. But we're seeing some really top talent, great drivers running here in in X30 Master. I look at guys that were, uh, you know, X30 and tag senior uh, front runners like uh, Derek Wang, like Jess Peterson, like Matt Johnson, who's now jumped into the fray. Uh, Awesome to see these guys getting back out on the racetrack, getting a chance to go at it and race hard uh, here in these Masters classes because uh, stability of karting on club level, regional, national levels, requires lots of racers. And I think that we understand that young drivers in the junior category and the younger drivers of senior, a lot of them have career aspirations. They're thinking, hey, I want to go try the Mazda road to Indy. I want to see if I can become an Indy car driver. And that's, you know, that's what I'm doing this for. It's one of my, you know, I'm here to train. And that's part of the duality of karting that there are guys that are karting lifers that just want to have fun and just want to, and race karts because it's affordable and it's fun and it's just high intensity, uh, real hardcore racing. And then you've got the kids that say, hey, you know what, I'm doing this to train because I want potentially, if I'm good enough, I want to become a professional driver. I want to run USF 2000 or Pro Mazda or Indy Lights. I want to go to IndyCar. And the great thing about the Masters classes is that they provide the stability for a national series or a regional series because you know that some of those junior drivers are going to go every year. It's the Masters guys here, 30, 40, 50 years of age. They're just out here. They want to compete on a high level. They want to compete in high-level events like the Scusa Pro Tour, the Super Nationals, and, and they really be, can become a, a stable part of the foundation of any national program. And again, X30 Master has really been a, a great part of the Supercarts USA program. Always the first to sell out of the Supernats when it was just 44 drivers. It was you know 24 hours and every spot was gone. The continuing growth of X30 Master o- opened it up to Uh, More than 44 uh, last year at the Supernats, and I I expect you're going to see more of that in uh, 2018. Leonardo Ninkotter, speaking of the Supernationals, three times the winner in Las Vegas. Currently P1, 47.544. Matt Johnson in second in the number 517. P2, 47.608, just six hundredths of a second back. Just over a tenth back right now, Jonathan Silva, Jonathan, in the number 500 machine, has uh, done a lot of racing this year in the Winter Series, uh, in the Challenge of the Americas. He so ran a U- USPKS race as well. Uh, and his racecraft is getting better and better. He is improving it, he's improving his patience, uh, his poise, and he has the speed, just needs to settle in. It's like Silva may be heading to, yeah, indeed. Silva's going to go behind the wall. That's fine with him. He puts six laps in, goes P3, 47.175. So if your drivers are out there doing a simulated qualifying run, three laps is probably all you need. He did six in total. His best lap, his first, a really good indication, again, of how important the opening lap is going to be in qualifying tomorrow morning. We expect it, I would say, it would be cooler in the morning, but we know that we've got the heat coming in. 95 degrees right now here. That may be what we end up seeing tomorrow morning. As I scroll through, yeah, when we get set to go qualifying for X30 Masters at 940, they're saying somewhere around 86, between 86 and, and 90 degrees. So might be a little bit cooler tomorrow morning, but that's only going to extend the fast lap to potentially lap two or lap three. Nean Cotter leading the way in the 521. Matt Johnson in the 517 in second. Jonathan Silva in the 500 in third. Jess Peterson in the 550 in the fourth spot. Renato David in the 525 in fifth. Your national number one plate holder Derek Wang in sixth. National number three Travis Irving in seventh. Gustavo Michelson in eighth. Paulo Lopez in ninth. And Vache Tatikian rounding out the top ten. 17 drivers set to go here today adding in Scott Roberts, Danny Robertson, Miguel Meir, Robert Drink, Tony Rossetti, Scott Carapelli, and Kim Carapelli. Masters drivers, I think, had a good feel for the fact that this is a quali sim. Only four drivers remain on the racetrack here. and We've still got a couple minutes to go. Travis Irving, he'll head to the scales. That leaves three drivers, Vachic Tatikian being one of them, Tony Rossetti being another. Tatik in 10th position, 48.346, eight-tenths back of Ninkater. Vache stays out. Rossetti stays out. So those drivers banging out laps to get some, maybe a feel of how the car's going to run. Again, you never know if everybody's doing the quality sim here on the final session. They may have done their qualifying simulation in the previous practice run. In doing so, they're able to maybe do a longer run here to feel how those tires are going to run come pre-final time tomorrow afternoon. Now, I don't say tomorrow afternoon, but pre-finals all run. All of them essentially run before the noon hour. 10.30 start time for the pre-final. We start our finals at 1.30. Currently 4.16 local. We'll probably be done by now tomorrow afternoon. We may miss some of the higher heat tomorrow with these earlier uh, earlier start time and, and the way we've got the schedule set. We expect to be done racing by around 4.30. It'll be the end of the main events that are going to be tough. And we do have all our seniors essentially at the end of the day. Yeah, the, the junior drivers, the younger drivers are running a little bit early, earlier. So there's a good possibility the temps may be a little bit lower for them when they have their main events, not the 107 that we're expecting to see on Sunday in the late afternoon. Two drivers remain on the track. Vache Tatikian still out out there. is not done. He's putting the laps down. He's banged out uh, 10 laps already. Paulo Lopez did 10 laps. Those are the two drivers that have done the most. Tony Rossetti. I think he's still on track. He'll end up getting 10 done, at least 10 done as well. So number of drivers going a little longer into this session. We'll see our S1 and S2 drivers roll out here next. Again, just can't thank our sponsors enough, broadcast partners for this weekend's EKN Trackside Live coverage here. Again, Rob Howden and David Cole set up shop in the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. Word Racing. Texas Pro Kart Challenge and Courtney Concepts are broadcast partners here this weekend. Tatikian drops the left rear off the rumbles coming across start finish. That'll signal the end of his session. He'll head to the scales. Tony Rossetti, final driver on the racetrack. He'll work his way down the back straights uh, through turn number ten, which they call Daytona. That banked right-hand hairpin short shoot. Into the off-camber turn number 11. Turn number 12. The right-hander leads him back onto the straightaway. So Tony Rossetti out there knocking out laps to see if he heads. No, he's doing it. He's going to do the whole session. So Rossetti's going to do the whole session. We're going to cut to a commercial. Leonardo Nincotter with the fast time. Lap number two of 47.544 for Nincotter. Matt Johnson. Smoking fast in the number 517, P2, Jonathan Silva in third, Jess Peterson fourth, and Renato David rounding out your top five. eCardingNews.com fans love handling and performance, and the all-season high-performance Cooper Xeon RS3G1 delivers both cooper zeon rs3 g1 is an exciting new all-season high-performance tire designed to look great and perform even better it offers stability control and exceptional grip and traction in wet or dry conditions visit us online at coopertire.com for more information or see a cooper tire dealer near you for details on the cooper Xeon rs3 g1 If your dream is IndyCar, set your sights on the Mazda Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. The first step of the ladder system is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship powered by Mazda, which prepares young drivers for the calculated jump to the Pro Mazda Championship presented by Cooper Tires, where increased power, grip, and aero downforce fast track your training. The final rung is the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires program. Last 4 Indy Lights champions will be racing in the Verizon IndyCar Series this year, so it's a proven formula. At all three levels, you will race at premier venues on the same weekends as IndyCar, showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. Former carters fill the roster of Mazda Road to Indy graduates like Spencer Pigot, Gabby Chavez, Zach Veach, Ed Jones, and 2017 Indy Lights champion Kyle Kaiser. Recent karting graduates like Oliver Askew are in the middle of their journeys as well. Follow in their footsteps. Fulfill your dream. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Mazda Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires. S1 Pro and S1 Semi-Pro Stock Honda have taken to the racetrack here at the PKRA facility in Glendale, Arizona. Rob Haddon alongside David Cole providing EK and Trackside live coverage this weekend. Again, brought to you by Word Racing, Courtney Concepts, and the Texas Pro Kart Challenge. We're in for a warm one. 95 degrees ambient temperature here now. They're projecting a 102 top temp tomorrow and a potential for 107 on uh, on sunday afternoon we'll just uh, get rid of the carts and throw a couple stakes in the track and we'll be good to go it's going to be warm now again with that the disclaimer please 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 make sure you keep your drivers your crew everybody involved in your adventure here this weekend fully hydrated get on that water program want to make sure everyone stays cool otherwise it's going to be an interesting challenge we're going to watch the first couple of laps here because that's what we're seeing as being the fast times in our happy hour practice here this afternoon. Again, we welcome everyone to the EKN Radio Network. www.ecardinews.com live for all your broadcasts throughout the weekend. All of this coverage will then be archived and will be run throughout the following week on the EKN Radio Network. If you haven't done so, or you haven't heard about it yet, we have ourselves a new app. We have the EKN Radio Network app for both uh, Apple, iPhone, and iPads. We also have uh, for Droid on Google Play. Of course, the Apple, you can get through iTunes. All you got to do is put it on your phone, your mobile device, you tap it, and you're immediately uh, logged in to the 24-7 Carding Content Streaming EKN Radio Network. Podcasts, interviews, all of our EKN live play-by-play events. We've got a lot of different podcasts up there. Uh, we're just streaming co- uh, carding content and we're making more every week and every weekend. So a lot of content going into the archive and uh, we'll just keep developing that. But your best way to connect, listen to your, through your morning commute, heading home after work, Bluetooth your iPhone, download that app and, uh, and you're listening to our podcast and everything uh, on the way home from work. I got a Veteran driver here beside me. We'll get him uh, on the air in a a couple of minutes. Alan Rudolph joining me here in the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. But let's have a look at lap times first. Everyone's essentially putting fast laps in now. Uh, Lap, but one, two, and three. Lap number one, the best for Rory VanderSteer, a uh, 45.141, rather. Driver in the S1 category, Rory VanderSteer, 45.141. Austin Garrison now P2, 45.288, one of the winners from the Winter Nationals. Riley Dickinson your reigning S2 champion now of course moving into the S1 class on the Sodi Carp 45.453 for Dickinson Brian Keck in the number one 22 now second Michael Olavia leading the way in the Burrell 45.543 fastest driver in the S2 category he leads Cameron Egger and Pedro Lopez of course Lopez a winner uh, at the Winter Nationals at NOLA Max Hewitt now runs in the four spot on the Alpha and Blair Hosey on the Alpha as well, rounding out your top five in S2. 20, what, 24, 25 drivers set to go here this weekend. Only 16 have taken to the track here in this final practice session of the day. That's interesting. of 45.141. Garrison, 45.288. 45.348 for Nick LeDuc, And again, not seeing anybody change the color. No one's going green here now because... Uh, we have got past that one, two, or three-lap window, which we've seen in all the categories so far here at happy hour being that optimum time to knock out a lap on these Avinco tires. This track, of course, different. We'll get Alan Rudolph to tell us a bit about the asphalt. He spent a lot of time coaching here when he was with the uh, the Bondurant Supercart School. Of course, Alan with a brand-new academy uh, down at Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston, the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy and. And you'll hear a lot more about it on ecartynews.com, but just a fantastic opportunity for anyone who wants to take their game to the next level. Nick LaDuke put one lap in, 45.348. We'll see if Nick's still out here. LaDuke in the number 100. First lap puts him P3, a 45.348. We'll see if he's still out here looking for more. Five and a half minutes into this session now. A.J. Myers rolls out in the TV cart and boom, opening lap, P1, 45-025. So a number of drivers hanging out there, I expect, on pit lane, waiting to come out a little early. S1 and S2 drivers like to do that, as do X30 seniors. We'll see that, I'm sure, later on, our final group in this happy hour practice. Forty-five zero two five for A.J. Myers. He goes P1. Cole Bailey goes P3 on his outlap, 45.242. Matias Podbo, P5. Nick LaDuke, P6. He was third, but he drops down to sixth as Myers, Bailey, and Podbo go quicker. Matt Pesche. Matt Pesche in the number... 297 in the S2 category. I want to say he is 17th overall, but that's going to slot him in behind Alavia P1, Egger P2, Lopez P3, Hewitt P4, Hosey P5, uh, Pesh in P6, Riley Can 7th, Cody Elliott 8th, Diego Filofani 9th, and Mark Snyder in 10th. Still haven't seen any lap times yet from Kwan Tandon, Colin Daly, or we just got another driver, laid one down, that was who? Alan Michelle, yeah, a veteran driver out of Phoenix who knows this racetrack. He was a Supercarts USA Pro Tour winner here at Phoenix in the S4 category, running S1 here this weekend. He goes P2, 45.054. We have Jake French on the entry list, but he will not be racing here this weekend, instead wrenching under the DKC tent. Your reigning national champion. Not running here this weekend. A shame not to have Jake out there defending that national number one. He's obviously going to lose that uh, title and and will not defend not running here this weekend. It'll open things up for the drivers who have the speed to do it. Still looking for Kawan Tandon and Colin Daly. Neither of those drivers or DRT Racing drivers have posted a lap here at this point. So here we go. A.J. Myers on top, lap number one, 45.025. Adam Michelle in second, Rory Vanderster in third, Cole Bailey in fourth, and Austin Garrison rounding out your fast five. Take a time to chat now here with Alan Rudolph. Alan, uh, old home week for you and the family. Uh, you spent a number of years here at uh, the Bondurant School, whether it was the car side. Of course, you ran the karting side as well. Uh, a new chapter of your life takes you to Houston for, for Speed Sports Racing Park and the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. But first and foremost, what's it feel like to be back in Phoenix? Hot. It's hot
2: No earlier in the week it was great to be honest Uh, We got off the airplane and both uh, my wife and Aiden Were like oh this feels like home It's so nice you know So no we really love uh, This will be our retirement plan we really love Arizona We'll be back here for sure I like to
0: hear that Now you're back at Phoenix too you've got a a few laps here Um, We posted up a a throwback Thursday On Facebook and Twitter You on the cover of Shifter Card Illustrated Having one here on the KGB Has this track changed in the last 18 years That much uh you know what I mean I haven't driven here in the last
2: 3 since yep. I've been gone from Bondurant but uh but the pavement's still the same and uh and so none of that's really changed I'm looking at the lap times and uh I think we were sub forty three that year. Probably, yeah. <laughs>
0: we had a little hard, little, little softer tire back then. Softer I think too.
2: tire and fifty horsepower <laughs> time bombs that blew up after you know the, the main event was over. Yeah, but, the uh, what
0: we used to call them, the the, the, the monster moto motors. The, yeah, yeah, they were it, crazy, man. It's hard to
2: believe though that you know it's eighteen years ago. You would, I mean, time flies, and yeah. to imagine that we were able to to be a couple seconds faster eighteen years ago is just yeah. un- unbelievable.
0: So you're back here uh, for the weekend with your son Aiden, racing, but let's uh, let's go back to Houston and talk about the. You know, the start of the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. You you and I talked you know, a long time ago, but the, uh, there was an idea that one day you wanted to have your own racing school. That's what you did. You're an educator. You've been in the sport for X amount of years, so, so many years, running through the street races of Quincy and you name it. You now you now have your own program. Give me your thoughts right now just on how things have gone in the development of that and the track. And you just must every once in a while just walk out there and have a look around and, and feel a lot of pride.
2: I do. I um do. Man, it was a lot of work, let me tell you. It was uh, the hardest uh, couple years of my life just putting that whole thing together and, and uh, building what I believe is a world-class facility in the middle of uh, Houston where it rains all the time. And uh, we've lived through now hurricanes and everything else, building this thing. And it truly is, you know, my field of dreams. And uh, part of that, obviously, was having my own school. I always said I wanted to be able to have my own school. But part of that was having my own racetrack, too. And so uh, when Tim Crawford and I hooked up and... And he basically gave me a clean slate of paper, and it was going to be all mine, and I could design however I wanted it. And so, um, you know, good, bad, or not, you know, it's it's uh, everyone so far, you know, loves it. It the track races really well, and then obviously, then I have my school there, and so I can continue teaching people to do what we do.
0: Well, first and foremost, let's talk a little bit about uh, let's talk a little bit about the 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 track itself. You know, we of course had our event there. Uh, the Texas Pro Car Challenge race was the first big race that we had there. And the feedback from the drivers unbelievably challenging, uh, physically demanding as well. But what I, for, as an announcer, I want to call passes. And man, there was a lot of overtaking. It was awesome to watch.
2: Yeah, you know, on paper it's it's one thing. You know, when I when I laid it out. Um Whenever I laid the, the, the whole thing out, the, the main thing that was important to me is that it raced well, had good flow, and every type of corner, you know, increasing, decreasing, constant radius, and, 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 and the proper length straight away and good passing zones. But it's one thing to see it on paper, and all I do was hope for that it raced that way, you know. And uh, the races that we've had there has really shown that uh, the track has some really good passing zones and the racing just back and forth, and, and so I'm really happy about the outcome of that. And, yeah, even like... The Masters, Jake French, you know, said it was the most physically demanding yeah. track he'd ever been on. And I never – I didn't think of it that way, but I hadn't driven on it with rubber before. So <laughs> – um, but but to hear guys like that just praise it, it was, really makes me proud.
0: You know, we talk about trying to uh, grow the sport and introduce it to new people. The beauty of the track that you've built is the fact that there's a pro track and there's a rental track. And the rental track is cool enough that the people that come in are going to love it. It's not like it's a boring, you know, whatever it may be. It's a serious – a lot of decreasing radius corners, some flowing corners. That's the rental track. But, you know, you put the divide on the property, right on the other side is the pro track. They're there, you know, driving the rentals while there's a race going on. And talk about having an opportunity to introduce kart racing yeah. to people that want to come out and enjoy karting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, when you talked a
2: minute ago, you said something about stepping out the door and being very proud of what I have. The, the coolest moments is when we've had the races. They're like Texas Pro Kart. Yeah. It was a really busy uh, weekend. It was just off of, uh, I believe, spring break. And so the rental track was rocking and rolling. And, man, there was an hour-long wait on the rental track. And we're still hosting a race. So we're going to host this event, hopefully, and still have the rental carts going on. And so we subject the – in some cases, we put through 300, 400 new people through the rental cart track a week that gets exposed to what real kart racing is, which is where our passion is.
0: We have an article that's coming up probably this week on ecartingnews.com where I kind of profile the track itself and in that profile I talk about some of the programs you guys have. You've got the you know the, the karting experience you've got the you know the half day, the one day, the two day. Um, are you seeing what what first of all the design of those those, those uh, courses of course are designed to allow people to make that jump to say, hey I love it. I want to try that here's how you come and do it.
2: Yeah, I mean, everything we do is um, from beginner, first time, experiential course, that, what we call it, the kart racing experience. So we've seen a lot of people come from the rental karts and jump over the fence and want to want to experience what it's like to be in a real you know, real racing kart today. And uh, so that's been cool to see. And then the other thing neat is uh, how many people have jumped over and bought karts made the commitment. All my garages are full. We have 36 garage spaces. They're all full. like kart. Uh, storage building is almost full now so people have bought carts after being on the rental cart track and so we're just you know growing the sport in
0: Houston. One of the things I think that you know we want to get across to people is and I think people understand it at this level to a certain extent if they go any further into cars coaching is something that's massive and I think that you know you've got you've got your your courses that take a, a raw guy from being a, a rental cart driver and take him through you know to being able to go out into a regional a club race and and perform decently and understand the sport Really, you guys, the staff that you have, you yourself and the staff that you've assembled, you could take any one of these drivers from a, an S1 driver or, or a master's driver to a micro kid and bring him to your racetrack and bring him to the next level.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the, the real passion for me is training the guys that are well, either new, getting into it, and want to just take a lot of learning experience off or take someone that is already well-established and just looking for that extra tenth or two, yeah. and that's really where we can help. I mean, look, I, I preach... You don't spend the money on axles and tires and wheels and hubs and all that stuff. You know, invest in yourself. I mean, right out of the gate especially when you're just getting into the sport, definitely invest in yourself before you spend all the money for the other stuff. I mean, if you look around the pits here, there's quite a few guys that I race with that are here. What are they doing? Coaching and yeah. tuning, right? um mike speed's got his own team now what's he doing he's co- you know him and alex are coaching and tuning right and so that's a big part of what we do is is coaching these guys
0: and the great thing is you're not doing it on a race weekend that you could bring them to the racetrack yeah. you have the track there all one-on-one on one. it's one-on-one on one. yeah and uh, midday whatever it be in the middle of summer you're banging out laps and you're going corner to corner your lead following you're really yeah. can, you can take a kid to the next level
2: yeah i always say that those courses are cater to the individual and we do spend a lot of time on track with them driving br- doing data um, lead follows data video and all that kind of stuff just brings
0: it all together we'll have a quick look at lap times uh, a little bit here talking to alan rudolph of course the owner and and chief uh, instructor at the alan rudolph racing academy which is of course a big part of speed sports racing park in new caney texas just on the north uh, western or eastern side rather of houston Uh, Ryan Kinnear up top right now in the S4 category, a 46.076, the opening lap for Ryan Kinnear. Victor Jimenez in second. He's your leader in the Supermaster class. Supermasters has Jimenez, Mike Jones, Rod Clenard, Daryl Tunnel, and Nick Firestone. In the S4 class, Kinnear leads Ben Schirmerhorn, Nathan Stewart, uh, Jordan Musser, and Terry Lawrence. Uh, Alan, the funny thing is you guys aren't even done with the racetrack yet. Um, you know, I got a chance to go there for the last two Texas pro car challenge races. The finale from last year and the season opener from this year, they had 10 or 15% growth in Texas pro car challenge Was another big weekend. Um, the track is beautiful. Obviously just people, everything's just getting better and better. You're working on the parking lot. Give me the update on the parking lot. Have you started laying pavement? The idea is for essentially a pro tour level parking lot, but also you're going to do some autocross on there as well.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was always part of the, part of the business plan to incorporate cars into the programs that I do. Um, Rather it be, SCCA autocrossing or whatever or for my school doing some car related stuff I might even venture into teen driving programs and so the paddock was always supposed to get paved But construction delays and things that happened ran out of some money had to come up with some more money and you know how All that goes and uh, so no at the end of the day we uh, paved that paddock. It's almost four acres of asphalt It's all done now, and that was the last piece so now we have 200 feet of pit lane is covered with a beautiful awning on both tracks, the rental and the pro track, and then the paddock is all paved. And uh, so, yeah, we're there will be no more parking in the dust out there. <laughs>
0: now, uh, how long – okay, it's Houston. If you're in Ohio, you pave in, in October and you let it cure over the winter. Yeah. What do you do in Houston? How, how do you cure uh, a parking lot like that in, in Houston? Well, in a parking lot, to be honest, uh, we won't put anything um, –
2: you know high g-forces on it i won't run cars heavy on it and so uh just normal traffic and parking trailers is really good for it right now so as long as we just do that throughout the rest of the summer come the fall we'll be you know it'll be in good shape to be able to put some uh you know cars
0: on it and beat it up a little bit i'll take it easy on it for right now (laughs) again so if people want to find out more about uh, the alan rudolph racing academy where do they go uh
2: is the website for the racetrack and my school and everything and follow us on Facebook, and
0: you know everybody does that these days. <laughs> <laughs> they, they certainly do. Alan, thank you so much for dropping by. I appreciate it, bud. Thanks, Rob, as always. Alan Rudolph, ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, one of the legends of the sport, and uh, as he said, his field of dreams, as they call it, and Speed Sport Racing Park, if you have never been there, take the opportunity to get there someday because it is a gorgeous facility. The racetrack is so just it's, it's one of those tracks that, I, you know, he, he talked to Jake French and I did it as well after that first Texas Pro Car Challenge weekend, and it's, it's physically demanding. It's technical. It's, there's high Gs. There's not a lot of chance to rest, let's put it that way. But there's so many opportunities to pass. I, I, I think I counted six real like, just bottom line perfect opportunities for overtaking, and it just made for tremendous racing at both the finale of the Texas Pro Car Challenge last year and, uh, the, um, and the opener for this year. Let's uh, update some stuff from on track here. And again, it was great to talk to Alan Rudolph as we are wrapping through our final sessions. Ryan Kinnear still on top, lap number two, his best, 45.846. Ben Schirmerhorn back by just under three-tenths of a second, a 46.142. Uh Jordan Musser, your reigning champion, national number one, about four-tenths of a second back. He's P3 in S4. Nathan Stewart in the fourth spot, Terry Lawrence in fifth. In our S4 Supermaster category, Victor Jimenez with the fast lap, a 46.234. Uh, it is Mike Jones in second, Rod Clenard third, Daryl Tunnel fourth, and Nick Firestone rounding out the fast five. It's like three or four drivers have not yet posted a time here in the final session of the day, at least for the S4 and S4 Supermasters. S4 brought to you this weekend by Leading Edge Motorsports, S4 Supermaster by Speed Concepts Racing. Let's update the S1 and S2s. I didn't get a chance to give the final, even though we were pretty much past the uh, the window on the tires. 45.025 fast lap. A.J. Myers on the TV cart goes P1. Alan Michelle in second, 45.054. In third was Rory Vanderstuer. Fourth, Cole Bailey. In fifth, Austin Garrison. Sixth was Matthias Padbo. Seventh, Luke uh, Nick Leduc. Eighth was Riley Dickinson. Ninth, Brian Keck. And... Uh, Rounding out, I want to say 10th, 10th spot looks like it was Hunter, no, Colton Griffin in 10th, Michael Alavia, fastest driver, 10th overall, quickest driver in S2, ahead of Cameron Egger, Pedro Lopez, Max Hewitt, and Blair Hosey. So it was a good run in both S1 and S2, and here now in S4 Master and Supermaster. Scam back out at the racetrack, looking like six drivers still on track. And again, and this is kind of just to preface what we expect to see here in X30 Senior. There'll be drivers potentially doing a qualifying sim here now, but is it too hot for qualifying sim or is it kind of what we're going to have? That is interesting because qualifying tomorrow morning for X30 Senior at 1010, it's 95 degrees here right now. You know what? It could be right around 93, 94. So this actually probably optimum temperatures for a uh, qualifying sim, so that's what we may see in X30 senior. But again, to qualify, everybody in the top seven, lap one, two, or three, their best. Lap seven, the best for Rod Clenard, so he's still getting a feel for how he wants this number three to work. Clenard, national number three in the Supermaster Master category, he's got Ryan Kinnear right on him. Kinnear stays out there, banging out more laps. Oh, that's actually Mike Jones. Again, we always have that issue where both Jones and Ryan Kinnear, both national number two, 1S4, one 1S4 one Supermaster. Kinnear uh, moved from Champion Racing over to the DKC Sodi Kart team, and those team carts are almost exactly the same. Yellow number two on the black background for the national number. Just going to make sure I get up to date on those helmets. <laughs> As David Cole just said, which are almost identical. Yes. Not easy. So Ryan Kinnear, fastest in S4 Master over Ben Schirmerhorn, Jordan Musser, Nathan Stewart, and Terry Lawrence. Victor Jimenez on top of Mike Jones, Rod Clenard, Daryl Tunnel, and Nick Firestone. Daryl Tunnel being awarded his brand new Streets of Lancaster helmet and suit here this weekend. Of course, Darryl winning the Streets of Lancaster Grand Prix scholarship uh, last year. That scholarship being selected by the people from the Streets of Lancaster uh, committee and, and Supercarts USA uh, from a deserving California Pro Kart Challenge driver who uh, exhibits those traits and that character that uh, Supercarts USA wants and one of their competitors. Of course, Darryl Tunnel has been part of that Team Visalia group. Just uh, one of the great guys in the paddock. Been racing for a long time in the shifter car level and Supercarts USA competition. Of course, so many drivers for that Team Visalia group Jimmy McNeil, Robert Marks. we have seen guys like Luke Bianco. A lot of great drivers under that tent. Couple drivers starting to peel off here now. Looks like we've got three left, I think, on the racetrack. That's about it. Let's let's take a quick break here, folks. We're back with the final session. Uh, This weekend's happy hour. Again, we're at the PKRA facility in Glendale, Arizona. Rob Howard and David Cole from the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center here at Start-Finish Day with us. X-30 Senior next up. a cart shop owner looking for a new line of products to put on your sales shelf? If so it's time to make a call to Courtney Concepts. Courtney Concepts is excited to introduce white box brake pads which are available for Tony Cart and OTK, CRG Ven 05, Burrell Art and Bennett Carts. They are available in medium and hard compounds Courtney is also a distributor for a number of popular products used every weekend at the car track including Motul Oil, RK and Regina Chain and NKP Other products that Courtney Concepts is proud to distribute include Eichel bearings, coil bearings, ARS oil seals, XAM sprockets, and Frixa brake rotors and pads. For more information on the products we distribute, head to CourtneyConcepts.com. Like most everything else, karting has always been big in Texas. But these days, it's just getting better and better top-quality facilities and tracks, truly among the best in the country, dedicated cart shops, and a Pure Supercarts USA regional series with incredible year-end prizes. That's right, it's the Texas Pro Cart Challenge. The series is dedicated to offering the best program possible with the national-level officiating and technical staff, top-quality facilities, exciting prizes, and full e-carting news trackside live coverage with play-by-play by, play by me, Rob Howden. Our next race is just two months away, so make sure to mark it on your schedule. We're going night racing on June 7th, 8th, and 9th at the iconic Denton facility. It's PKC under the lights. It's the best racing in Texas, so come challenge yourself and push it to the next level. For more information, visit TexasProCartChallenge.com. eCardingNews.com fans love handling and performance, and the all-season, high-performance Cooper Xeon RS3G1 delivers both. The Cooper Xeon RS3G1 is an exciting new all-season, high-performance tire designed to look great and perform even better. It offers stability, control, and exceptional grip and traction in wet or dry conditions visit us online at coopertire.com for more information or see a cooper tire dealer near you for details on the cooper xeon rs3 g1 if your dream is IndyCar, set your sights on the mazda road to indy presented by cooper tires the first step of the ladder system is the cooper tires usf 2000 championship powered by mazda which prepares young drivers for the calculated jump to the Pro Mazda Championship presented by Cooper Tires, where increased power, grip, and aero downforce fast track your training. The final rung is the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires program. The last four Indy Lights champions will be racing in the Verizon IndyCar Series this year, so it's a proven formula. At all three levels, you will race at premier venues on the same weekends as IndyCar showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. Former Carters fill the roster of Mazda Road to Indy graduates like Spencer Pigot, Gabby Chavez, Zach Beach, Ed Jones and 2017 Indy Lights champion Kyle Kaiser. Recent karting graduates like Oliver Askew are in the middle of their journeys as well. Follow in their footsteps. Fulfill your dream. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Mazda Road to Indy Presented by Cooper Tires. Final session. On to the track. Happy hour here at The PKRA facility in Glendale, Arizona. Again, Rob Howden alongside David Cole in the Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. X30 senior drivers have taken to the racetrack for their last practice session, happy hour practice. See which drivers kind of dial things in because this is, as I said, for all intents and purposes, the halfway point of the series. Six races, two down, two this weekend, round three is the halfway. Christian Brooks leading the way in the championship after a great run at NOLA Motorsports Park. We'll get an update with Christian on his plans for 2018 now that the Red Bull Global Rallycross program uh, has, I guess, unofficially at this point uh, ceased operations. Christian, of course, uh, one of the top drivers in the GRC lights category over the last number of years. Brooks leading the way, Jorge Pescador in second, Samuel Lupi in third, Jake Craig fourth, and Hannah Greenmeyer. That's the top five in the point standings coming in uh, to this weekend. Of course, not taking into account any drops yet because of the six races, they'll take their best five when it comes to the championship at the, uh, the Summer Nationals at Newcastle in August. But Brooks, Pescador, Lupi, and Craig, and Greenmeier are really the drivers out of the box, the best. Let's see how things happen here this weekend. Things can obviously change. Again, the opening laps, one, two, three, seem to be the best in all the categories. We'll see how it plays out here. Lap number two, let's see, uh, not quite everybody with lap number two in the books. Let's wait for lap two before we start spitting out some lap times here, because that could change things. Still a number of drivers coming across the line here to get their second lap in the books. Ryan McDermott and Dante Yu still to come. Nikki Hayes as well, yep, he moves up a bunch of spots. All right, let's have a look here, lap number two, lap number three, fast lap right now, two laps in. 46.633 for the CRG driver, Kalen Bradshaw. Bradshaw in the 3.02, fastest thus far. Lane Vacala. And the comp cart number 355, now in second, 46.717, eight hundredths back. Edward Ports in no the 307, now in third, 46.816. Nikki Hayes in fourth, 46.840. Here comes Jake Craig, he's onto the racetrack in his opening lap, and indeed, I knew a bunch of people would sit. Musgrave, Pescador, Baker, McKinney, Altzman, Jaramillo, and Ramirez has not, have not yet turned their times. Of the 40 drivers we have here this weekend, Jake Craig, 46.630, three thousandths of a second quicker. Jake Craig, your national number two. Jake gonna be running an F1600 car north of the border in Canada this year, the American-made Piper chassis for Brian Graham Racing. It'll be exciting to see what Jake can do first full year of racing cars. Great to have him with us here this weekend. Hopefully he'll be able to complete the season and we'll see him again at the Super Nationals. Jake Craig, a 46.629 on lap number two. He goes quicker still. So Craig, oh, he went quicker by one 1,000. <laughs> Another thousands of a second faster. He's four-thousandths quicker than uh, Kalen Bradshaw. Waiting for lap time still for Billy Musgrave, Jorge Pescador, and Brendan Baker. Remember, Jorge Pescador currently sitting P2 in the championship. Brendan Baker, 10th in the championship chase at this point. Brendan Baker goes P3 on his fast lap, 500s back. 46.685 for Baker. Current fast five, Craig, Bradshaw, Baker, Valkala, and your national number one plate holder, two-time SCUZA Pro Tour champion, Ryan Norberg. Norberg P5, backed by just over a 10th. Sixth is Ports, seventh is Nikki Hayes. Eighth, Trey Brown, ninth Christian Brooks, and 10th is Ryan McDermott. Baker not able to go any quicker on his second lap, falls back quite a bit actually. Jake Craig, Callum Bradshaw, Brandon Baker, Lane Vakala, and Ryan Norberg, your fast five. Still a long way to go in this session. We're only a six and a half in. Final session of the happy hour practice here at Phoenix. Of course, happy hour also giving David Cole the opportunity to make sure that the audio system's up and running. We got all our systems in place. Good little practice for us as well as we prepare for two full days of racing and two full days of coverage on the EKN radio network. Our broadcast partners this weekend, Word Racing. Courtney Concepts and the Texas Pro Kart Challenge. Again, all partnered up with Cooper Tires, our presenting sponsor of the ECAN Trackside Live program here for 2018. Not seeing any movement here in the top 10. Again, looking at, again, best lap. Lap two for Craig, lap two for Bradshaw. The opening lap, lap one for Brendan Baker, lap two for Lane Vacala, lap three for Norberg, opening lap for Edward Ports, lap one, lap two for Hayes, lap three for, bro- for both uh, Trey Brown and Jim McKinney, and rap- lap two for Christian Brooks. So qualifying, I would, I'm would, i gonna say, it's gonna be a pretty short ordeal tomorrow. No need to bang out five, six, seven laps. They're gonna wanna go out, maximize their tires. If they think they got a good lap, they're gonna pull into pit lane. They're gonna try to keep these tires as long as they want, and I love this. Tire management is going to be crucial here this weekend. Burn your tires off, you're gonna find yourself struggling in the main event. This is gonna be an exciting weekend and a great training opportunity for all of these young drivers. We'll see which drivers are the fittest, which drivers have prepared themselves for these grueling conditions. You want to remind people that our tire and fuel desk closing for the night at five o'clock. That's only a couple of minutes away. If you have not picked up your practice tires or your race tires, please get over to the tire desk right away. Once again, tire desk closing in a couple of minutes. If you don't have your race tires or your fuel or your practice tires, get your butt over there right now and get what you need. It's closing up at five o'clock and it's closed for the night. Again, we're all looking forward to our Cinco de Mayo party brought to you by Ruthless Karting and Superkarts USA. Tacos, margaritas, some tunes, it's gonna be fun. That'll happen over at the, right across from the Ruthless Karting tent down in the far part of the paddock. Invite everyone to join us down there. Time winding down in this session, the final session of today's practice runs. And we thank those of you listening live here on the EKN Radio Network. Warm-up start tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. And, of course, that's all local time. That is Pacific time. If you're listening uh, on the East Coast or anywhere else around the country, around the world, 8 o'clock Pacific for the warm-ups. ten scheduled start time for X30 Junior in qualifying. And the lineup again is X30 Junior, Micro Swift, Mini Swift, X30 Master, combined S1 and S2 combined S4 and S4 Supermaster, and the end of the rotation, X30 Senior. 10.30 in the morning, pre-final, set to go, 12.30 to 1.20 lunch break. We're back on track for main events at 1.30. Ideally, we'll be done by about 4.30 in the afternoon. Once again, tires and fuel. Get it over to the tire and fuel desk. If you do not have your practice or race tires or your fuel, go there immediately, please. 46.629, Forty six point six two nine fast lap for Jake Craig. He has let it known that to uh, let it be known rather that he is ready to challenge for a race win. Christian Brooks, your current point leader, eleventh in the order. Trying to figure out who jumped up into the top 10 to move McKin- uh, move Brooks back to 11th. And it indeed was Billy Musgrave. He puts two laps in the books. His second the best, 46.727. He goes to P5. Billy Musgrave into the fifth spot. Trying to look around the racetrack to see if he's out here still to put a third lap in or if, if Billy was comfortable with what he did. Musgrave with the number 322. Two laps, good enough to put him P5. A Couple of drivers coming across the line still. Dante used put a bunch of laps in. 12 in total, and Dante going to do lap 13. He's around the track still. Dante currently 14th position. Less than three-tenths of a second back in 14th. Let me scroll down here. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Top 35 drivers within nine-tenths of a second. Wow. It is a tight field in X30 Senior. What we've seen at the Supercarts USA Winter Series, we saw it at the Winter Nationals at NOLA Motorsports Park as well at uh, the first weekend of March. First weekend of May here. Spring Nats, ninth running of this event. Checkered flag flying to end the session. That will be it for happy hour here at the Spring Nationals, the third and fourth rounds of this year's Supercarts USA Pro Tour. That caps off the day. Again, we do have our Cinco de Mayo hospitality dinner tonight, the complimentary dinner thanks to a Ruthless Karting. Tacos and margaritas. That works for me. It'll be later on this evening. We'll get that thing fired up. It's going to be down uh, by the ruthless carding at the end of the front pit lane, all the way down the far end, down over uh, by turn number eight. Great way to cap off. It will be a very warm evening here. Regardless, ladies and gentlemen, we are done here on the EKN Radio Network. Thanks for joining us for another happy hour. We are setting up for what will be a fantastic weekend of racing. These drivers are going to be challenged. It is going to be very warm tomorrow. They're pro- uh, projecting a high of 102 degrees, and then looking to Sunday, maybe 107. Stay hydrated, get yourself loaded with water throughout this evening, please. Want to make sure everyone is good to go tomorrow. On behalf of our sponsors, of course, Cooper Tires, our presenting sponsor of the EKN Trackside Live broadcast, our broadcast partners for this weekend, the Texas Pro Car Challenge, Courtney Concepts, and Word Racing. And on behalf of David Cole, thank you so very much for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Rob Howden. We'll be back tomorrow for full coverage qualifying to main events at this year's Spring Nationals.